On this anniversary of September 11th, we don't just look back at what took place 11 years ago today, but what the next 11 years have meant for the United States, including our ongoing war with Afghanistan. In his exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with President Obama, Ben asked the Commander-in-Chief about why the U.S. has been fighting in Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan and Yemen, and yet seemingly supporting Al-Qaeda in Syria. So what did the President have to say? This is a reality check you won't see anywhere else. Eleven years ago today, most Americans had never heard of an Islamist group with an Arabic name meaning the base. But within a matter of days and for the next decade, the name Al-Qaeda would become synonymous with terrorism. And 11 years later, we're still fighting Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, Pakistan, and in Yemen. Though our history with Al-Qaeda is very complicated. To begin with, it was the United States government that created Al-Qaeda in the first place. It was during the 1970s. The U.S. decided to create an Islamist extremist group to sow the seeds of discord in the Stans, like Pakistan and Afghanistan. The goal was to create problems for the Soviets. If you don't believe me, here's Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. Be fair, we had helped to create the problem we're now fighting. How? Because when the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan, we had this brilliant idea that we were going to come to Pakistan and create a force of Mujahideen, equip them with Stinger missiles and everything else to go after the Soviets inside Afghanistan. Now, history tells us the United States actually created this enemy, Al-Qaeda. Well, since 9-11, we've spent over a trillion dollars battling Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, Pakistan, and in Yemen, not to mention the Iraq War, which was, if you'll remember, originally sold as a safe haven for Al-Qaeda. That, of course, turned out to be false. So if Al-Qaeda is our sworn enemy, why is the United States supporting Al-Qaeda fighters as part of the Syrian opposition, just as we did Al-Qaeda fighters in the Libyan uprising? Well, that was the question I posed to President Obama during my one-on-one -on -one interview with him. Uh, you mentioned about Al-Qaeda during your speech, going after Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, certainly going after them in Yemen as well. Yeah. And yet there's some concern about the U.S. funding uh, the Syrian opposition when there are a lot of reports that Al-Qaeda is kind of heading up that opposition. Uh, how do you justify the two? Well, I, uh, I share that concern. Uh, and so uh, what we've done is to say we will provide non-lethal assistance to Syrian opposition leadership that are committed to a political transition, committed to uh, a, uh, an observance of human rights. We're not going to just dive in and get involved with a civil war that in fact uh, involves some elements of people who are genuinely trying to get a better life, but also involve uh, some folks who would over the long term do uh, the United States harm. So what about what the president said there? It is true that publicly the United States is providing non-lethal support to Syria. According to a report from Reuters, the State Department says the U.S. government set aside a total of $25 million for non-lethal assistance to the Syrian opposition. A U.S. official said that was mostly for communications equipment, including encrypted radios. But there are questions about what else the U.S. has been doing. While right now the U.S. is providing non-lethal assistance, we are facilitating other countries. According to the New York Times, the weapons, including automatic rifles, rocket-propelled grenades, ammunition, and some anti-tank weapons, are being funneled mostly across the Turkish border by way of a shadowing network of intermediaries, including Syria's Muslim Brotherhood, and paid for by Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar. The Times goes on to say that the CIA is part of that process of getting these weapons to these groups, though the U.S. isn't actually providing the weapons themselves.
So what you need to know is the old enemy of my enemy is my friend adage just doesn't seem to work here. U.S. involvement in the Middle East has been problematic for decades. But on this day, consider for a moment the last two countries in the Middle East where the U.S. has intervened. Let's start in Egypt, where we helped to overthrow the dictator Mubarak, who we propped up. Well, today, thousands of protesters gathered outside the embassy in Cairo. The American flag, flying at half-mast to mark the anniversary of 9-11, was ripped down and destroyed. And also today in Libya, an armed mob attacked the U.S. consulate in Benghazi and set fire to the building. And in both cases, those protests happened over a film that reportedly offends Islam. The point is that the same opposition we support today very well may be the same militants who we're at war with tomorrow. A foreign policy that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. And that is Reality Check. What do you think? Would you like to make your voice heard on the story? We're listening. You can head over to Ben's Facebook page. It was fired up tonight. You can find it by simply searching Ben Swan WXIX.